You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Said, how about a virtual game of horse with NBA players? They could maybe in their backyard, they could shoot basketball and you could do it in real time where it's Damian Lillard against Steph Curry and then you play a game of horse. Now all of a sudden ESPN and the NBA are trying to do that and pull that off. So we'll see if Damian Lillard is going to be part of that as well. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. will join us on the program tomorrow. We'll look at the draft with uh, Daniel Jeremiah and the best college basketball player, the uh, best women's college basketball player, Sabrina Ionescu, the Oregon senior guard who won the Wooden Award the last two seasons, will join us on the program tomorrow. More phone calls coming up, including Jeff in Detroit back on the program. Hi, Jeff. How are you? What up, though, Dan? What up, though? Drafts at the draft sound like a perfect plan, man. Get all of us together, chat, row in the house. Hey, man, it'll be one of those things that'll go down. It's something that we'll probably end up doing every year if it goes right. I hope so. First of all, I would like to start off by saying thank you to all the first responders. The name Captain Jonathan Parnell of the Detroit Police Department, who was one of my friends, succumbed to his uh, COVID-19 um, um, injuries and, and passed away in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. We had to do a virtual funeral for him. My thing is this. We should not be thinking about an NFL draft right now or putting a, a time frame on. I mean, not the draft. The uh, actual season, the draft should go off as hit, as you know, it should go off. But as far as um, the NFL season, I, I just can't see it. I really, you know, we need to stay safe and sanitized and, and kind of look forward to a different direction. Uh, my question to you is this. When the NFL gets back to normal, and hopefully that's soon, uh, my question is, out of the decade, uh, the decade, um, wide receivers that you had on the board, yeah. who would be the first one you would take on the all-decade team? The all right. On, on their – specifically on their talents. All righty. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Sorry for your loss. Yeah, and I, I, I echo what he says about first responders, but I'm hoping that the first responders are doing something that's really important and not listening to this program. I don't want to sound gratuitous, and I'm sure they are, and – uh, but if somebody knows people who are doing this on the front lines, you know, if you can help them out or, you know, we're thinking of them. But there's so many people out there that are, you know, when we, we, we use the word hero or warrior and I mean, we have it easy. Those are people every single day. And just looking at pictures and and I have friends who are in New York and they said that it's a ghost town. I mean, imagine as big as New York City is, it's a ghost town. But what they're, you know, they're going to run out of room at cemeteries there. Like there's so many things going on and it's, I mean, it's tragic. Uh, and, and look, I, every single day when I come in here, I have to gear myself up to talk about sports because my mind is on other things as well, just like you. But I know you tune in because we are offering a diversion. Uh, but it is difficult knowing exactly what, an hour and a half away from here, what is going on in New York City and other places around the, the country, around the world. So it's not lost on us. Uh, I hope that we don't come off as insensitive. Uh, my goal, my job is what it is every single day when we do this. It is to offer something for you to think about, laugh about, maybe you get mad about. 
maybe you're just there to enjoy, to listen. We're background, uh, whatever it is. But uh, we appreciate the opportunity to be part of your world, your life, your day-to-day, whatever that is. And hopefully we bring some kind of, I don't know, escapism for you. I thought that this was going to be Hope Tuesday. And, uh, you know, I started to look at, okay, what the NFL is doing with the draft, baseball talking about maybe baseball in May, and you know, in Arizona. And then all of a sudden I started to look at this and go, okay, we're going to have a virtual draft. All right, fine. I wish they would have pushed it back to mid-May. But, okay, we're doing that. And then I started to look at baseball and what baseball is trying to do in Arizona. And it, it's not logical. It's fun. It's fun to think about. It's just, it's not logical. And maybe, I just don't know how this got out. Because it's one thing to go, hey, let's think about what we could possibly do. Let's get 30 teams in Phoenix or Scottsdale and then keep them from their families, keep them in isolation, no fans, and then they can go out and play. I don't think that's logical. I appreciate that they're thinking about it, but, you know, the NBA, the commissioner, Adam Silver, Adam Silver saying, look, I'm not going to update you every day or every week. I'm going to wait till the beginning of May. And then I'll tell you where I think we stand. There's real pessimism going on inside the NBA inner circles that there won't be a season. Although I was told by somebody yesterday, they are hell bent on crowning a champion this year. They really are. And what they're thinking of doing is pushing back next season where maybe you don't have a full season next season, but you they want to get a champion. They want the playoffs, they want that money, and they want a champion here. If you can put LeBron James in the NBA Finals and you have the Milwaukee Bucks going up again, like they're thinking like business people behind the scenes. Publicly, Adam Silver says all the right things. Behind the scenes, they're looking at, do we go, maybe we start the season, start the season, in late August or September. Maybe you go into October. But these are things that, are, you know, this is a real possibility because they want to have a champion. And when Mark Cuban says everything's on the table, everything is on the table here. I just, I still caution these commissioners. You don't have to give a time frame. All you have to do is say, we're going to wait a couple of weeks, and then I'll see if we can come up with a time frame. Because it's false hope, and we, we have enough false hope as it is. We don't need any more. And I, I think the NBA season obviously is in real jeopardy, but there's some real pessimism there. Baseball, when can you start? How can you start? Where can you start? Even golf. You know, golf yesterday at least gave us a little bit of hope. You know, the British Open is canceled, not postponed, canceled. But then you started to look at U.S. Open, postponed. PGA Championship, postponed. The Masters now in November. Okay. And then I started to think of all the sports, the one sport that you could still play, I know that we worry about the optics, is golf has social distancing. You don't have to have fans out there. I could put in cameras that are remote cameras. I don't have to have people out there running the cameras. Golfers don't have to interact. You'll practice social distancing there. Now, there'll be people there who, you know, maybe you have 500 people working, uh, running the scoreboard, 
I mean, you, you can do all of these things if you really want to. We have remote cameras here in the man cave. I don't have somebody running all of these cameras that you see. So I have 11 cameras in here, and they're all remote controlled. You could do that at Augusta if you wanted to. You have time to do it if you wanted to do it at the U.S. Open, which is at Wingfoot. Like you, you can do it. It might not look as you know beautiful as we're used to you know seeing it certainly at Augusta, but you can do that. But I, I just think that golfers and caddies, you know, if you said and maybe you test everybody before they go out there, I, I don't know. I, I just. I don't need to have sports that badly where I'm going, how do I get you out there so I can improve morale in the United States? All it takes is one person to test positive. Then it's all done. Major League Baseball. You want to play games? One guy tests positive, it all shuts down. This is what happened with Rudy Gobert. One guy, done. And how do you put in measures that will you know, kind of ensure that you're going to be okay, that, that everybody... You may be asymptomatic. I mean, they're just, it's logistical nightmares here. And it, it borders on being careless. And people don't need to hear that somebody else is saying, hey, let's go out. We're going to play. We're going to have a football season. We're going to have college football. We, we don't know right now. I think, and, and uh, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if it's public or not, but the Steelers have petitioned or at least asked the commissioner to ex, uh, extend the draft three more rounds. Because when you have guys who aren't going to be drafted, how do they get a chance to make a roster? And what the teams want to do is extend the, or at least the Steelers do, extend it three more rounds so you get close to 100 players who might not get drafted, who now get drafted, who can at least then go to a camp when it's time to go to a camp. We're, we're all learning this together in real time. But... Don't put out false hope. We don't need it. We need real hope, certainly when it comes to sports. And if golf wants to do this at Augusta in November, by then it should be good. Hopefully. But I don't know if college football season gets underway. My gut feeling is, no, it doesn't. The NFL season, that's why they're, they're looking at a 12- and 14-game schedule right now. Just in case. And I have doubts if the NFL season will get underway on time. I had doubts about the NBA season even resuming three weeks ago. Baseball. You know, they keep trying to cram in. Let's play a full season. Let's play through December. Let's play. Let's just see where we are. Come up with hypotheticals, and then we can adapt in real time. 100-game season? Okay. When do you start? Where do you play? These are all real questions, but those are small questions and answers considering everything else that's going on. Yeah, Paul. I was watching the Golf Channel yesterday afternoon after this came out, and they said they think the reason that golf pushed it back to the fall was to ensure that there's a good chance that fans could be there, patrons could be there, mm. because they said the majors without fans, it would take away a lot. You know, you have an NBA game, you can't really hear the, you can hear the crowd to a point, but you could pump in other music and so forth. If you have a U.S. Open with no fans, it wouldn't feel the same on TV, and, and it, it just wouldn't feel like a major. He said that was their thinking. I get it. You want to have ambiance. I understand that. 
And if you if you've ever listened to a game, it's almost like a scrimmage. If you listen to a basketball game and there's no crowd, it's it's just a scrimmage. Like you'll hear the squeaking of your uh, sneakers there. I, I'll ask Damian Lillard, like, are you prepared to play in front of no crowds? And what would that feel like? And what would that do to the home court advantage? Would it really be a home court advantage? But we'll talk to him coming up. Also, uh, Al Kaline passed away. He was a great baseball player for the Detroit Tigers. And I remember he won a batting title at the age of 20. And Al was, uh, he was more than just a baseball player. He was a wonderful, wonderful person. And uh, Detroit Free Press did a, a great obit on uh, Al Kaline, who uh, passed away, Hall of Famer, and a wonderful, wonderful player, but really an even better person. Had an opportunity to meet him twice and, and he actually listened, you know, he asked you questions and listened to what you want, you were saying. Like he, he truly did. And uh, I always appreciated that because I was really young when I met him in the business. And that's Al Kaline. And I just remember I was asking questions and I probably was fumbling all over myself. But we got done with an interview and he started asking me questions like, where was I from? And I told him from Ohio. And he said, are you Indians fan? I go, no, no, no. He go, I go, Reds fan. He goes, well, that's okay, but not an Indians fan. I go, yeah, but you don't have to worry about the Indians. They're not any good. And then he laughed, and I just told him how my father would always tell me to watch certain ball players, And Al Kaline was one of those because he always thought that he handled himself in a professional manner. It was just weird how your dad has an influence on you. He's the first one that told me about Jerry West. And he said, you want to you see a ball player? Right there's a ball player. And I'm looking at Jerry West going, okay, what am I looking at? And he goes, that's a ball player right there. And he just, he had, you know, there were certain players that he would see. Like Ernie Banks, he loved. He just said, if you can play, if you do your job every day with a smile on your face, you're so far ahead of everybody else. He goes to work and puts a smile on his face or has a smile on his face. And he, and he said, look, the Cubs aren't any good. But he, he's always got a smile on his face. And I said, yeah. So I, you know, then I meet Mr. Cub. And I told him, I said, my dad loved you because you had a smile on your face. He said, it was tough sometimes considering the way we played. And I said, yeah, it was. But Al Kaline, uh, rest in peace. He was a, a really good man and a great baseball player. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to reveal their new uniforms coming up at 1 o'clock. We have... Uh, <laughs> We, we're setting our clocks accordingly here. I don't think it's going to be, uh, be a big reveal here. I think it's just gonna, they're going to clean up those numbers. Be, you know, like you go into uh, a grocery store, clean up on aisle five. That's all it's going to be. Like you got a spill there, let's clean it up, and then we move on. Creamsicles are coming. Because Brady, is, is, I, he's creamsicling. Absolutely. Yeah, Paul. Do you think Tommy will be at his house oh. in his new Bucks jersey as part of the reveal? You got to do that. If you're going to do it. You have him in the house. Virtual Tommy? He's in Jeter's crib down in Tampa on the water on the canal there. Yeah. We got to get the house next door for next year for Super Bowl. The house next door to Brady. Can we rent that? Maybe across the the water from it. Our guest house? Yeah, because there's not much to see from the front. The, like the uh, curbside appeal is not great, but the back part of it is spectacular. Yes, McLovin. Didn't you guarantee that Brady's going to be in the Super Bowl? So yes. he'll be in his hotel room. We can just stay at his place. Well, no. If they have the creamsicle uniforms this year, the Buccaneers are in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. But I think Tom's got to do virtual Tommy today with the jersey. 
Having co- Oh no. Da, 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 da. Hot, 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 hot. Giselle. Oh, uh, throw some product. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Live from St. Jetersburg? Yes. <laughs> Maybe you have Jeter there. Oh, oh no. No, it'd be way too hot. And, and then his wife and Brady. Oh, it's that's way too hot. hot, hot, hot. All right. Uh, what's the poll question? We're going with? What's the poll question we're going with? So of all the new rules that were proposed for the Arizona League, which one would you want to keep? Electronic strike stone is running away with it. All of people, the, a lot of people want that. All of these I want to keep. All of them. I think it's great. Yes, Eden. All right. Hold on. Oh, no. Everybody's saying that. Oh, okay. But the like it do you really want an electronic strike zone in baseball? Yes. Do you really want that? Yes. What about the human element? I don't care. <laughs> do you really want a, a, you really want an electronic If I could zone? have electronic dance, I would and get rid of the human <laughs> elephant element. Wow. Oh, I called you an elephant. My bad. Not cool. Paulie is as close to that with no emotion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> electronic danettes. What problem do you have with this, Seaton? I don't have any problem with it. Oh, you don't? Just, okay. This is like, uh, it's like nobody wants replaying football all of a sudden. And like, to me, they're kind of the same thing, where like everybody wants to remove technology from other games, but for some reason, all of a sudden, <laughs> electronic strike zone in baseball is totally acceptable. I'm okay with it if they use it like tennis does. Nobody has a problem with tennis when they use I do. it. Oh. I think that that, that drawing is the dumbest thing <laughs> in the world. Oh, no. I agree with that. <laughs> but, but it's, They're like, look, was it in or out? I don't know. Let's go to the drawing. Here's the I, drawing. No, no. Oh, it says it was in. No. Okay. We have, a, we have a nine-year-old who just drew this, and it's yeah. in. Boop. Let's go to the drawing. Yeah. Well, okay, we should clean up that, but I'm okay <laughs> with getting it right. Yes, Todd? Is it a sound effect? Is it a robot voice after each pitch? What are we hearing, seeing what's happening after each pitch? Ball, three, like what's that going to be? I don't know if it's just a beep. That's what they have in tennis, where you don't have to have One any. One beep is strike and two beeps is ball. I don't even It would just be so odd. It'd be awesome, though, if they did have a robotic. Yeah! <laughs> like, whoa, what? <laughs> Steve Reich, three. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah, they could record that. Like, just have people send in their calls for strike three or, you know, calling somebody out there. Tampa Brady Bucks, Todd. What? What do you? What do you? What do you? Tampa Tampa Brady Bucks. What happened? That doesn't work. Doesn't. No, no. Tampa Bay works, right? Right. That's that, that's what we're going with. Yeah, that's our T-shirt. Tampa Bay. I love that shirt. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Do you see Tommy's going to be on Howard Stern tomorrow? Okay, but he's not going to be in studio. No, I think he's going to be remote, phone, Skype, whatever. But he's going to do an hour. Now, why is Brady going to do an hour? I have no idea how they got him. Why now? Yeah, because Brady doesn't need any exposure. And he's not going to be in studio. Like having him in studio with Howard, you know, that's that's when Howard goes at you, you know, because he can read your body language. And, he, you know, he's it'd be harder to do that because they're doing Zoom or whatever there. And, you know, Howard's in his apartment. So that that would be harder to do. Having Brady in front of you for an hour, you know, that would be great. But yeah, I'm, I do. Is Brady selling something? Promoting something? Always, always kind of. I mean, that's a big market. You, you take TB12 to people who aren't necessarily. Yeah, but he fans. hasn't done this before. 
He doesn't, I mean, he, he would get paid on WEEI. Maybe he wasn't uh, allowed to, with his old employer, do something like this. Because mm. now he's, no one's telling him what to do with the Bucks. No Bucks employees telling him not to do interviews or, or recommending he doesn't do certain interviews. Can we get Brady, that we pay Brady to be on our show now that he's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> Can we have Tom on a weekly basis? We may there? have to lose a few people. Well, all right. So okay, so who do we lose? Mario? Oh. The French kid? If I give up Mario and the French kid. For what, for a weekly interview with Brady? Yeah. Ooh. Are you saying that Mario and the French kid are worth one TV 12? I don't. Yeah, probably not. I actually didn't know they're still working for us. Yeah, they are. They work remotely. If I, th- oh boy, I can't lose Alan, the IT guy. And he's also our chef cook. Uh, the big German is, I can't lose him. Dylan's doing graphics. Rob, the intern, is the intern. He's not paid. Tyler and that Reeks kid have to go. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, so the moderator? We're, we're going to kick Tyler, the moderator. Gosh, okay. If I Sorry, do... he'll still show up anyway, though. I know. So it would be it... like he never left. <laughs> Tyler is like a, a puppy. Like He has always got a great attitude. <laughs> he does. No matter what. He wants to please. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I just got these sausages. I wasn't sure what to remember, do. Remember that movie years ago with uh, Cusack High Fidelity? He owns yeah. a record store. And Jack Black and the other guy just show up every day. Yeah. They weren't even paid They're employees. Paid. That's those guys. That's Tyler. Oh, may we all have that attitude. Yeah, all right. Damian Lillard will join us uh, coming up next year. 23, well, we'll get in late. 23 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. You check things all the time, your email, your Instagram, but what about checking something important like your credit? Discover makes it quick and easy. Best of all, it's free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, and this is the score used by 90% of top lenders. So it's really important, and it's really free. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes. The Discover credit scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Damian Lillard who joins us on the program from my Portland Trailblazers. How's the house? What kind of setup do you have there, Damian? Man, my setup is the same as it always is, but I... Built me a little recording studio out inside the house. I got me a game room set up. Um, I've pretty much been in the same room every day. Man, so, What have you been watching? I watched everything on Netflix. Same <laughs> that I watched it. <laughs> you say you watched a, you know, Joe, a Joe Exotic or the Tiger Show, whatever that show is? The Tiger King. Yeah. Everybody's been telling me about it, but I haven't. That's the only thing I haven't got around to. That's literally the only thing. Yeah. Uh, do you have a basketball hoop there? I got an outside hoop. Okay. Now, are are you going to take part in that game of horse, that virtual uh, horse game that NBA and ESPN are talking about? I'm not 100% sure, but I know everybody loved Paulie's idea, so we'll see. Yeah. Mark Cuban said <laughs> he was all for that, and I thought – all right, you know, I mean, who do you want a piece of? And then can Zion, what if Zion is in and he dunks? Like, are, are dunks going to be legal in a game of horse? 
I mean, I think it's only right to not not have Duncan be a part of it. You know, I think that limits the, um, I guess, the amount of people who could do it. Uh, you know, it's more fun when, when it's more based on, like, trick shots and skill and stuff like that. Because you set your phone up outside, and then you shoot a jumper, and then Steph Curry takes the shot that he wants. I guess you can have trick shots. I guess you know we could we could make this work. But who would you want a piece of right away? In the game of horse, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't have nobody specific. I think um, if it actually did happen, yeah. and they they wanted me to be a part of it, um, I would be. No, I wouldn't really care who I was playing. I feel like I got a really pretty balanced skill set for a game of horse, so um, it wouldn't really matter to me, honest. I saw where Trey Young was on Shaq's podcast, and he said that eventually he's going to be a better shooter than Steph Curry. That's a tall task, but I mean Trey. <laughs> Trey can really shoot, man, and he's young. Uh, you know, I think over the course of his career, uh, just from experience, you, he'll become an even better shooter than he is now just based off of reps and this being his job. You know, he'll be doing it every single day. This is the only thing he has to do. Um, so it's not it's not impossible. But, um, I mean, Steph is the best shooter to ever play. And that's going to be that's gonna be hard for him to, to accomplish. But, I mean... I wouldn't say it's impossible. But who has the best-looking jump shot? Like, form-wise, if you were going to teach it. Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I like Easily. Yeah. Do you sample – like, what do you sample from other scores or shooters? Um, I mean, for me, I just the, – the first thing I see is, like, what's the, the quality of the shots that they get. Um, like, when I watch James Harden, he makes a lot of tough ones. And then when I watch Clay, Clay gets a lot of like really high quality looks. And then once he makes those, he starts making everyone, no matter how close you are. If you got to take a dribble, if he's off balance, it doesn't matter. And then Steph is just like, whatever shot he takes, it just looks, <laughs> it just looks high quality. If it's deep, if it's off the balance, if you foul him. Um, even when you shoot from like half quarter, half court or three quarter court is like, you looking like, man, I got a chance to go in. But when I watch them, uh, I'm just seeing like the looks that they get. Um, and I automatically compare it to like, okay, when I get this opportunity, am I knocking it down at, at a, the same clip or as close to it? I get a position to get this shot. You know, I, that's kind of how I, how I watch it. And I try to position myself and, use some of the things that I see them do to get certain shots so I can get them for myself. Blazers guard Damian Lillard join us on the program. Who's most likely to make a run at Kobe's 81 points in a game? Most likely to make a run at Kobe's 81? Mm. I think I'm definitely a part of that group. Yeah. I feel like I I could get 81 in a game. Um, I would say Devin Booker. I would say myself. I would say... Uh, Harden? Harden, for sure. Um, and then, 
Another person I would say, um, who is the, maybe Clay? Yeah. Well, Clay scored, what What did he get, 37 and a quarter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Clay, like Steph, he just, Steph, he hit you in spurts, you know, over the whole game. He'll just have a high streak and then he'll move, he'll get off the ball. he sit on the bench for like longer periods of time. Um, but like Clay is just like super aggressive. He catch it, he fire it. And once he get going, they like force feed him, they find him. And like he ain't shy about it. He'll keep, <laughs> he'll keep firing and firing and firing. So I think uh I would say Clay, myself, Devin Booker, James Harden, and um maybe I mean Luca does it. Can Luca do something like that or the Greek freak? I think Luca it's possible for Luca to do it. Um, I mean, Luca is just like he can, he can really shoot, but it's like a, Le- a LeBron type of game. Like he's just you know kind of playing the game, getting assists, and you know he'll score bunches and stuff like that too. Um, I feel like eighty one is just like pure <laughs> a bucket getter. Like I can see Trey, yeah, like that who's super aggressive, can really shoot. Um, and you got to be a gunner and have no conscience. That always helps. We're uh, got to be somebody that just go for it. You know what, I'm saying? what have you been told about this season? Uh, I haven't really seeked out a whole lot of information. I, I've heard that the NBA is trying their best to at least allow us to finish it. Uh, that they don't want it to just, you know, be canceled it have a champion and not be able to complete a season. I've heard that and um you know they're exploring all options. So we'll see. What would it be like to play in an empty arena? Man, I don't know. I mean it would be crazy just because I've never experienced that as an NBA player. Uh, and we play in such huge arenas and you know we uh become accustomed to a certain type of environment but uh, I went to a small college, so I play in plenty, <laughs> <laughs> plenty. You know, twenty five hundred people in the in the building. I played in plenty of those. So, um, I guess it wouldn't be completely crazy for me, but uh, it's been a while. <laughs> well, hopefully, you're not going too stir crazy, and uh, we look forward to you maybe uh, getting involved in the horse game. Yeah, that'd be uh, it could be fun. Yeah, we'll see, man. I wonder how that would be. Like, would they just have us play, or would that be like a a pay thing, or what? <laughs> It'd be like how do you how do they do that? I think it would be just they would they would have a time frame where you would start your game with Steph Curry, and you guys would do it in real time where you had the camera on you. You took a shot. If you made it, then he has to match it. And you miss it, then he goes. He makes. You know. Then you do that. And maybe, you know, it's going to be on ESPN, and maybe they can raise money or something like that. I, but I don't know. I mean, it's just. Um, like, how would, they, how would they televise it? I guess they would have to record it. I guess they would just take everything in. Take the video and then just play it. Yeah. Like-
Yeah. yeah, and then you set up brackets, and then you go, you know, this this is the matchup tonight at 7 o'clock. This is the matchup at 7.30, matchup. And, and they could edit it down. I mean, you're a producer. Right. You know how we can do this. You can put in, <laughs> put in some music in there, put a music bed in there, maybe put in some of your music from, your you know, one of your albums, and we can make this fun. Let my music be there. Yeah. Have a good time with it. Yeah. Here you yeah, throw it in there. Why not, man? Product placement. That's what it's all about. Uh, hey, great to talk to you. We appreciate your time. Hopefully we get a chance to see you back out on the court there, and uh, thanks for joining us. Likewise, man. I appreciate you having me always. That's uh, Damian Lillard, five-time All-Star, uh, former Rookie of the Year, and I think his points per game this year, all-time record for Portland Trailblazers. I think Clyde Drexler had the record, but uh, – Right now, it's a shortened season. Yes, Paul. He probably has an actual court in his backyard, not like a driveway with a hoop that's you know just hanging over with the nets all. Wouldn't tattered. it be great if he just had like just a like a uh, just a wooden backboard, backboard like a wooden backboard against the the house there? The the, the rope net is all tattered. <laughs> Fritzy has his scoreboard contest, and I'm looking at the numbers fifteen and fifteen. All I know is Dre in New York today's winner. 15 and 15. Okay. Let me see. You want to give a hint, Todd? Uh, has to do with the NCAA tournament on this day in history. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers is 15, 12 years ago today in 2008, Kansas beating Memphis and OT at the Alamo Dome. And there's another 15 involved from NCAA tournament this date in history. Ooh. 17 years ago in 2003. 2003. Another MVP to go with Mario Chalmers, 15. Chalmers. 15. Huh. In the Superdome, Syracuse, Kansas. Oh, Carmelo. Carmelo, 15. Mario Chalmers, 15. Two MVPs, five years apart. That was a Mario special, by the way. I gave him an idea, and he came up with one 20 times better this morning with the two 15s MVPs. Mario Chalmers shot or shots underrated. Like, we forget how big that shot was. They needed a three. And still got the three to tie it, and then they went into overtime. Really underrated. I mean, he wasn't a great player. I think he averaged like 12 points that year. But you need a three. They know you need a three. You hit the three, and uh, and then they go into overtime. Yeah, see. And as you now know, you only need one big shot in college to be named the greatest college player of all time. So he, uh, in about 20 years from now. Wow. He's going to be looked upon as Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's the Michael Jordan. Like, of who's better, era. Mario Chalmers or Michael Jordan? God. See, why are you doing that? Don't do that to me. <laughs> well, that's the end of the show. I think it's. I right. know. Now I carry it in the afternoon. <laughs> going to be yelling at the dog. Can you believe I picked Michael Jordan best player of all time? Uh, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls, and uh, it'll be fun to catch up with Cal Ripken tomorrow and uh, Sabrina Ionescu, the uh, Oregon senior guard. She uh, will join us as well. And Daniel Jeremiah as we get ready for the virtual NFL draft. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, you can vote on uh, the Meet Friday songs. Uh, we had 300,000 who voted. That was in uh, first round. And second round matchups are up on the website. We started on Monday. We had 60-some thousand voting yesterday. And then we'll close out. This is the Mesquite 16 
And then we go to the Elite Eight, ATE, and then the Final Fork, and then the Championship game. Have that for you coming up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad. Uh, I got this um, email. I'm a healthcare provider, and uh, we are used to shows like yours helping us get through the workday. While I am doing my documentation or paperwork, I'll listen to your show as a way to keep saner. Uh, Thank you for helping me get through my day. No, thank you for helping us, allow us to get through our days. All right, uh, so got a busy show tomorrow. Let me recap the day here. So the NFL is going to do its virtual draft, NBA considering rapid testing process, but the commissioner says he's not going to update us on any time frame until the start of May. Baseball is looking at an Arizona return. I don't get it. I, I, I get the fact that you're going to throw out the possibilities. You're creative, the what if, or could we do this, or, you know, here's the possibility. I, I just don't see that happening. I don't, I don't see where you can sequester all these baseball players. So 30 teams in the Phoenix and Scottsdale area play those games, no fans there. You're going to have, you know, cameras that you can have. Like, who, who do you decide gets to go into those games and cover those games? Like, at what point do you say to a member of the media, you can't go in? Like, you have to be essential to the game or covering the game. Everybody get, And then you're getting people who are applying for press passes to get to go watch games. And then how do you say, and then is somebody going to sue you because you're not allowing them to do their job? It, it's... Uh, don't want to be a buzzkill, but I, I just don't see any of this happening anytime soon. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? Got a couple good ones. In 1963, at the age of 23, Jack Nicklaus at the time became the youngest golfer to win the green jacket at the Masters Tournament. Mm-hmm. Also, in 1959, Bob Cousy of the Boston Celtics, the great guard, he had 19 assists to tie an all-time playoff record. And we actually, Dan, if you look at the screen... Uh, we have some video, a dramatic reenactment of that uh, event. <laughs> There's Seaton Seaton Seat at home doing his Bob Cousy dribble where he only dribbles with his right hand. <laughs> and unstoppable. That Bob Cousy, he's unstoppable. The Lakers can't stop Bob Cousy. He's dribbling around them like he's with the Harlem Globetrotters. He's <laughs> You look at those old-time videos. That Bob Cousy, he's a wizard. They can't steal the ball from him. You know, the that... most unstoppable force <laughs> this league has ever seen. <laughs> Brought to you by Ovaltine. That, that and your Steve Ballmer impersonation. Those are, those are, you're. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <sighs> oh, God. Maybe this is why we don't get Steve Ballmer on. We, Maybe. Fritzy asked. I don't, I don't know if they have ever said why he's not coming on. but Hopefully unavailable. He's unavailable because you make fun of him. I just heard a, what's daddy doing? Yeah. <laughs> now your son is asking that. What's he doing? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I love that. Uh, my thanks to Damian Lillard, Peter King, who joined us on the program, Bob Nightingale, <laughs> Buzzkill Bob, who uh, you know kind of echoed my sentiments with baseball in Arizona. Cal Ripken tomorrow, Daniel Jeremiah, and uh, Sabrina Ionescu, the uh, Oregon senior guard. We got her jersey. Somebody sent me her jersey, but it's not a signed jersey. 
I mean, I don't want to be greedy. I don't know if it's stolen, but somebody sent me her jersey. I should let her know that I have one of her jerseys. And if she wants it back or if she'd like to sign it in, you know, I could send it to her and she could donate it to the man. You're not giving it back. No. She's going to sign a new one for you. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to have her jersey framed up here. One of the great college basketball players. Yeah. Okay with that. Uh, Todd, what did you learn today? I learned you think the Dolphins may be still undecided on whether to take Tua or Justin. Yeah, I do. I, because I think it's Tua's health. And I, I, would, I would really have doubts. Because I, I can't get in front of him before this draft. McLovin? Uh, Buzzkill Bob Nightingale. <laughs> <laughs> Seton O'Connor Jr. the third. Yeah, you can't have any dunking in the horse contest. Yeah, that wouldn't be can't fair, do I don't think, because Zion would be doing some things that maybe not many would be able to do. Paulie, what'd you learn? I just saw a couple photos of Damian Lillard's house. I would love to be quarantined there. Yeah. He's got a pad. Nice crib. It's, it's roomy. How's the uh, ba- basketball hoop? It's full. Oh, it is a full court? Yeah, and there's a pool next to it, so if you get a little, you know. Well, when I get hot... You know, I like, he's like, eh, it's outdoor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not indoor. He's like, yeah, I got an outdoor one. Yeah. Oh, you got an outdoor one. <laughs> LegalZoom makes it easy to set up the right estate plan without leaving your home. No matter what happens, you want to make take, uh, make sure you take care of your loved ones. Take care of your family today with the right estate plan at LegalZoom.com. Thanks for allowing us in your life. We'll do it again tomorrow. One more item before we close out the show. Our friends from LegalZoom. Of course, health and safety is on the top of everyone's minds right now. No matter what happens, if you want to make sure your loved ones are protected, that's why LegalZoom continues to provide a reliable way for everyone to set up the right estate plan without leaving your home. It starts with finding the answers to your questions. And you're going to have questions, and there's no silly questions, believe me. Because if there are, I'd probably ask them. Last will or testament or living trust, which one do you want? What about advanced health care directive? What about power of attorney? Thankfully, you don't have to figure those out on your own. LegalZoom, they have a network of independent attorneys. They're there to guide you, advise you. Don't worry about expensive billable hours because LegalZoom is not a law firm. Take an important step for your family today. You go to LegalZoom.com, get started on a last will, living trust, and more. Or find out how you can speak to an attorney. 